Are we good? Are we starting now? Is this the scene? Okay. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be, and welcome to another episode of Corner Gas Fan Corners, the Jackass Cast. And yes, you guessed it, we have another spectacular guest. In fact, we have two this week. We have a special sporting surprise guest towards the end of this episode. Uh, this week, I'm talking to the one and only Fred Juanic, Hank from Corner Gas, obviously, and all sorts of other memorable characters, which we will bring up later on in our little chat. It's been a fantastically exciting couple of weeks to be a Corner Gas fan. We had two announcements made, first being that season three of Corner Gas Animated has been green-litted, green-lighted by CTV in Canada. And will be coming out next year, 2020, sometime. We They haven't confirmed when. There'll be 11 episodes this season. And the other big one is that finally, if you live in the US of A, you can see the first two seasons of Corner Gas Animated on IMDB TV, which is a bit of a mouthful. Rolls off the tongue quite easily, that IMDB TV. It's a free streaming service offered by IMDB the internet movie database now i've had loads of messages from all sorts of people not unknowing what the service is i hadn't heard of it so i did some digging around and if you go to my website www.cornergasfan.com there's a post go to the posts tab and the most recent post written post anyway will tell you everything you need to know about imdb tv and where you can get it what it's all about. It's owned by Amazon, the you stream the original series and the movie. Uh, so it's kind of makes sense that they've got the animated show, but they've decided to put it on this uh, new streaming service that they're putting together. It sounds like there's going to be a lot of exciting other content as well. It sounds like a really good service. You will have to watch a couple of ads. That's what keeps it free. So, But it's nice that it's some, not something you have to subscribe to for a change, you know, more money out after you've subscribed subscribe to netflix boo and amazon prime yay i'm still working on getting that free subscription if anyone from amazon's listening you know i'm your man you can't really wink on a podcast i'm winking away <laughs> but anyway let's have a chat with fred let's see what he's got to say i have to say this one was really good fun all the while while i've been recording these things i get nervous i get really nervous Despite the, the people I've spoken to, we we know each other now to, to some degree and um, they know what I do and I'm at ease with them, but I still get nervous because I don't want to mess anything up. I want to get enough information out there to you guys and don't want to waste the cast's valuable time. You know, they're good enough to give me their time. They don't have to. And so I really appreciate it. So I don't want to mess it up. So I get a bit uptight and I, I try and get lots of... Uh, but Fred puts me at ease. I, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but we get we chat quite nicely. So it's a more laid back episode, and it was really good fun. So anyway, have a listen, see what you think, 
and I'll come back at the end and tell you a few other bits and bobs you need to know. I'm not very I'm not very good at starting these things off. That's how I've started all of them. How how would you start a podcast? Oh, that's a that's a good question because Nancy and I flirted with doing a, a podcast and we did like three uh pilot episodes i guess and uh we could never start it properly <laughs> just like we just would start recording and then start talking and then yeah it was it was kind of i don't know it, my point being i don't know how to start them <laughs> oh crap i forgot to fill up my cup I i've got enough. some if you want if i pour it into this into the keyboard will it head your way uh <laughs> possibly let me just wait let me get the get it under the mic okay when you're ready Running all the oh, way. I've just got tea. What do you? I've just got tea. It's early I, here. I've got coffee too. I was considering a beer, but it's a bit too cold to be quite honest. So we're on season three. Hooray! Yeah, we can yeah. finally talk about. It. We've already recorded three episodes, so it's it's nice to be able to talk about it. And, yeah, uh, indeed. So it, it's um going to be eleven episodes this time around, I believe. You know what? Yeah, I think that's right. I've forgotten now, but that that sounds about right. Eleven, yeah. I think. Yeah. Do you, do you know why they put all the episodes of season two like back to back every week, two episodes a week? I don't. I, that's no. a CTV question. I don't know why. You know, I'm sure they have their reasons. I, but I, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why they do that. And they needed to fill the hour. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking maybe it was because of I don't know having to get it onto CTV quick from Comedy Network or just some sort of scheduling thing possibly people keep asking they're, they're oh, always yeah. asking yeah that's a good question I, i've never i don't know and uh, ne- you know next time we record maybe i'll, I'll ask and find out or if you talk you'll probably talk to somebody before, you'll find out before i will <laughs> I, don't know. I get a boring life oh i don't know about that that my my notes suggest difference sir Oh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. One thing I wanted to tell you, actually, when I wrote your biography, it is now the most popular. Every single day, without fail, you get read. Nobody else does. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go back through all your podcasts, and and I I have a feeling you say that to to everybody you talk to. (laughs) You know, Eric, your biography... Well, that's nice to know. I'm glad people are interested. Maybe they just... It's more of a just a, who's this? They just don't know, who's this? Oh, so no, they just I don't I, realize that I'm on the show. I don't. Or maybe they've mistaken me for somebody else, like Rowan Atkinson or something. <laughs> no, you're funnier than he is. Oh, uh, that's not true. That's blasphemy. <laughs> is he popular? Because he's sort of disappeared off the. He, other than doing the odd Johnny English, he barely, right. barely does anything over here anymore. Um, I wouldn't say he's overly popular, but he's like if you talk to anybody, if you told if you walked up to anybody on the street in Canada and said Mr. Bean, they'd know exactly who you're talking about. They might not know it's Rowan Atkinson. They might yeah. not know about Black Adder and all those like all the stuff he'd done before or, and since. But if you showed a picture of Rowan Atkinson, I'd be surprised if not one person would be able to go, oh, Mr. Bean. Oh, yeah. Do you know yeah. what? Have you seen, you know, the episode where he's by the seaside and he's got baby in a carriage, I think? Oh, no. The, the the one that, when you say seaside, the one I think about is um, uh, when he thinks the fella's blind. I can't think. And oh, no. Cha- yeah, that's he's the changing first. on the beach. There's yeah. another one that was basically, it was just filmed just down the road for me. Oh. Like, yeah, in a town called South Sea. It's right on the, on the coast, uh, just opposite the Isle of Wight. No, they filmed it all down there. Um, and every time it comes on, I go, oh, it's, it's, that's our claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a huge fan, to be honest. No. Uh, 
odds there's bits and pieces like when he used to do one in the 80s called not the nine o'clock news oh i hadn't seen that, that was... a, uh, some of his live stuff i, I think is brilliant yeah uh, and then um black adder is you know i i wasn't like fully into black but everything i've seen a black adder i i quite like and you know mr bean uh, i don't it's i think it's fun like to play a character that essentially doesn't talk Mm-hmm. I mean that's pretty challenging for so for him to pull it off and it be entertaining that's I don't know pretty impressive oh, yeah. in my in my books just uh, pretending for a living I know how hard that is to <laughs> to get through does does the site get pretty good traffic still or yeah I'm on about just about across forty three thousand lifetime like visits oh yeah nice yeah so I I was aiming for forty by the end of the year so I'm now I'm aiming for 50 see if I can do it so I, oh. I think I'm gonna get there well I've been doing it three years oh so this up to last New Year's Eve I made it to 20,000 so that took me two years and then this next year I sort of doubled it and then some so I think I'm pleased with it I know I'm not setting the world on fire or anything compared to what other people are probably doing but I certainly see an increase that's good yeah and uh, I mean the the rankings of countries is really interesting. It was Canada at the top, then Britain, and then America. Now America's right at the top. Really? Streaking away with it. Yeah, yeah, it's really... Oh, because of... And does that coincide with when it came out on Prime? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's really taken off. And, oh, good. Uh, and most of the people... Because I started... That's the other thing I did. I started a Facebook page. I changed the Twitter things and Instagram and all that nonsense. And loads of American people. And when I did, uh, I on when the uh, when was it Thursday when they announced season three? I yeah, I immediately jumped on the computer and started writing a post because all I was getting was what's IMDb TV, and I was like, oh, I've got to... <laughs> you and me both. I had no idea it was a thing. Well, I guess it's not a thing yet. It, but uh, yeah, that was a, a surprise to me. I hadn't heard anything about it till it was. Uh, posted they gave us a heads up that they were making an announcement but i didn't know is it as how much did you find out is it associated with uh, amazon prime yeah somehow? it is yeah it's it's basically i think they own imdb i think they started it this streaming thing in january and it's basically just another app but it's free because it's ad based yeah i saw that so there'll be commercials but from what i understand they'll essentially half so if you're watching it on a live network feed yeah you're seeing about half the amount of ads that you would see normally which you know i guess if it's free looks like they got some good content on there some decent films and uh bits and bobs they seem to be buying up new programs and things so can you get it in the uk or is it only in the states yeah not yet they it's the thing i read said it was going to be in europe well about now really so there was nothing yet. I checked and it wasn't working. So I'll keep an eye on it and I'll let everybody know. And as soon as it comes out over here, I'll be see if the show follows it over because that's not necessarily so, I suppose. Because mm. we've got funny licensing over here. Oh, same here. Like we're we're right next door to the states, and um, you can't. There's like we can't get the HBO streaming service, oh. HBO Plus or whatever. We have to go through crave to get it because ctv holds the rights to most of the the canadian rights to a lot of the hbo shows i guess yeah which so i mean you we can get it but we have to kind of go through these little loophole sort of things but oh well 
Yeah, same, same, same as us. Is um, but we've got Sky TV over here, and they've got everything sewn up, especially mm. movies. It's oh, Netflix is horrendous, really. It's, I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of stuff on there, but like uh, your side in the US, right. but, uh, that's that's uh, cursed my infernal Britishness. <laughs> we keep talking. <laughs> well, it's not that much better over here at the colony. No, oh, I no. don't know. I, I, I think I think I, I keep t- we, me and Joe keep saying we're going to move over when we get fed up with things. Well, I'm going. <laughs> right enough. I'm going to live in a mountain. Take up the small town Canadian life. Is that what you're going to? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I fancy being chased by a bear every so often. Keep things <laughs> interesting. <laughs> uh, that's what we worry about here in Vancouver on the west coast. Don't go out. There's bears all over the place. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. I think because last time we were talking on the phone, we got uh, caught up with television and all sorts. I thought I was going to get in trouble. Why? When you were promoting season one, yeah, we were chatting and oh, we just with talked Nancy. about. Yeah, we started talking. Oh, that's about... right. We got we kept getting off topic. That's our fault. Especially <laughs> whenever Nancy and I get doing, uh, we usually get paired up, and Nancy and I usually get paired up when we're doing press and stuff. Yeah. And then the two of us will go off with kind of forget about what we're supposed to talk about we forget the talking points and we just (laughs) (laughs) you get told so so you gotta you gotta mention that and you've got to mention this no no it's not strict or anything but you know you you're there to promote you know in that case it was season one right so that's what you're there to promote but we'll we'll just like you know if somebody asks me particularly if if you start asking me about hockey i'll start talking about hockey like and it's like oh yeah yeah and uh watch season one you know yeah (laughs) You know, but yeah, I don't. I mean, it's not my job to, you know. I'm. I don't want to control the conversation. It's like you're the reporter. You, you know, you ask the questions, I'll answer them. Yeah, yeah, that works. Because <laughs> I noticed as well that looking into bits and bobs, you and Nancy get paired up an awful lot. You've done a lot of projects together. Well, we did. Yeah, before Corner Gas, we did a film called Delicate Art of Parking together. And then we did a short film called Mall Man together. And then we've had Nancy did theater sports here in Vancouver for a number of years. So we had a lot of mutual friends. I had friends that also uh, were with theater sports in Vancouver. Yeah, so it was funny. Actually, the the short film I mentioned, Mall Man, Nancy and I were working on that when when we both found out we were going to do Corner Gas. Yeah. Yeah, so it was nice. Like, I, I, I said to her... Like, I think I got the word from my agent on set. And I said, oh, I just, I just booked this a, a series. And she's like, oh, I'm waiting to hear about a series. I'm apparently really close. I'm like, oh, that's great. And then I was in Regina, and that's when I found out she was on the plane on her <laughs> way to Regina. So I was like, oh, it's the same show. <laughs> so it was nice. It's always nice. She was the only person I knew uh, when the show started. Yeah. I knew of Brent Butt, obviously. Well, not obviously, but he, he did a, a lot of comedy in vancouver uh before so i knew of him i never met him uh what was the name of that it was the urban well he did i think he ran the comedy night there at the urban well in vancouver yeah. which i don't think exists anymore i can't remember yeah, a little out of the loop but we hadn't done a ton of work before but and then we just actually we just did a short film together uh, a new lease of life yeah yeah you knew about that did you Wow. Uh, yes. I, yeah, we just, just finished that. I got to be the voice of a dog and she was the veterinarian, so it was cool. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like it sounds like a bit of a weird premise, that one. It is. It's a bit odd, but it's nice. It's it's um I haven't seen the final cut yet, so I can't really speak to how it turned out, but it was a lot of fun on set and it's a cute little script and you know, we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully it turns out nice. 
yeah, it'd be good. I'm sure it sounds really good. Because the other one I found was Out of Order. Oh, was she on that as well? We didn't work uh, together yeah. on that. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, she was in. But, but my favorite part about that was I found out Nancy. There was another actor on there called Oskin Powers. Was his her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I looked. I had to double look take because I thought it was um, his character name, and it was like a Mickey take. Because I mean, no, that's his the actor's name. Oh, funny. Well, that was a, that's going back. Yeah, that was uh, Eric Stoltz was the lead of that show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, when Eric Stoltz, people might know from Pulp Fiction, mostly I'm guessing. When yeah. he had long hair and he sort of looked a bit like Jesus. When yeah. I was at uni, I had long hair. That's it's. It's not there anymore, obviously. <laughs> it's all down the back of the sofa. And a beard. And everyone used to think I looked like him. That's my connection to it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, when, when we were doing that, so in that, I, I think I only did three or four episodes. I can't remember. But he had this imaginary film crew that would follow him around. And I was the boom operator. I was oh, the, okay. Yeah. And uh, one day on set, he said to me, he goes, uh, he goes, you, oh, you look just like a, a, a buddy of mine. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he goes, yeah, yeah. Do you know who Mark Ruffalo is? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know who Mark Ruffalo is. <laughs> <laughs> That's your buddy, Mark Ruffalo. But that was a lot of fun. That was one of my first sort of. Uh, I think that might have been my first recurring role on something. So it was, it was good. Like I didn't get to say much. I just kind of walked around to the odd thing here and there. But it was it was great being on set all the time and watching a guy like him. Like he. I consider him a proper actor, right? Like, I'm just an idiot. I show up and, and goof around on set. So it was nice to sit and watch. Uh, I don't know if you can hear that. Oh, hi. Okay. Yeah. Hello, Puck. Yeah, that's Puck. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So it was nice to, to be able to be on set, like, a, you know, for hours and hours and, and, and watch people. <laughs> Are you okay? What's going on? What do you need? She just wants to talk. I keep forgetting when we chat that people will essentially be listening to this at some point. <laughs> because we both got cats up for the same week, maybe even the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. close, I remember, yeah. And uh, Rocket's, um, I call him knob chops, generally. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> he can be a real pain, but he's he's lovely. He's ever so nice. He's ever so, like you say, he come up to you and he goes... <laughs> hello <laughs> he just stares at you for a bit and, but he, he likes to ruin carpets to get your attention ah yeah he goes yeah. up to the door and rips up the carpet and looks at you, and you all right what do you want <laughs> <laughs> uh oh eric stoltz <laughs> and william h macy was in that as well oh i never got to meet him that, oh, did you that would have been oh, that would have been something else to to get to meet him mm. have you ever seen a, a movie called jerry and tom it's uh, so. Sam Rock, Rockwell and, um, oh, I've forgotten his name. They play Hitman, and I don't want to say too much, but there's a scene at the beginning of the film with William H. Macy where they go and they're they're, they're going to kill William H. Macy. Yeah. They have this whole, they take him in the back back alley, and but he has this whole, when he realizes he's going to be killed. And there's another great scene, actually, with Ted Danson, oh, where they really? go after Ted Danson. Yeah, and it's an older movie. Uh, you should check it out. It's a great if you yeah, like yeah. movies that are char more character based, Jerry and Tom. Yeah, because Sam Rockwell is one of my favorite actors. He's fantastic and, um, in Galaxy Quest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one I saw recently is Mr. Wright. Oh, I've not seen that. That's really good. Max Landis wrote mm. it. 
he's a hitman again in it but um, oh. they just added it to netflix over here well worth a look who are your favorite actors who, who's a, an, a, an influence on you or a... oh well i wouldn't call him an influence uh, it's funny we're talking about king of comedy because robert de niro is like like it's robert de niro there's nobody comes close there's a bunch of actors i love to watch and would love to be able to take their careers yeah <laughs> but uh robert de niro robert de niro to me is he's the guy it was king of comedy that it's my favorite performance of his mostly because i'd seen him before mostly doing casino and and all those i hadn't seen uh king of comedy till later like you know after i'd seen him do the sort of the stuff he's most popular for and yeah and so to see him be that guy uh, blew me. He just kind of blew me away. Yeah, That's to, the thing with Scorsese, I think, as well. With he, there's, he's got a few films like that that people never heard of, but yeah. are amazing. Like um, the one I, I think it's called After Hours. You've seen that? Yeah, one? I haven't seen After Hours actually. Oh yeah, well, see that's <laughs> it's amazing. It's it's like one of those nightmare movies where the, the main character played by Griffin Dunn, and. Mm. He, I forget what he's trying to do, but he has to be somewhere at a certain time, but and, or do something. One of his first films, isn't it? After I think so, yeah. It's got yeah. it's got him, Cheech and Chong are in it. Oh, um, you're kidding! Yeah, there's all sorts of people. It's it's really good, and it, it's I think Rosanna Arquette's in there. Oh, but it's just he can't get to do what he needs to do, and and it just reminds you of every sort of nightmare you've ever had with, with that. Right. Yeah, it's really good. Really I'm, good. I'm really excited for The Irishman. So yes. I'm, I haven't been this excited about it, something coming out in a long, long time. So I'm, re- I'm really, I'm like, like, put it out. I want yeah. to see it now. <laughs> November the 7th, isn't it, I think? It's not, Is it? Yeah. 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 I've watched the teaser a couple times and I'm just waiting. And I hope it comes out on a rainy Sunday so I can just sit downstairs in the basement and just like. Because I think it's like like two hours or something. It's like a, it's a, a three. I think it's a three. three. Yeah, 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 it's like really long. It's like yeah, it's it sounds like, sounds great. Yeah, I think it's um they're releasing it at the theaters as well. They're trying to urge people to to see it at the theater because mm. it's that good. Wasn't well, there some kind of r- rule with the Academy that it has to have a theatrical release to be considered? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. for and yeah. it has to come out before January the something. I think that's why Tarantino's films always come out at a certain time of year because he's on. They know that he'll be a, a contender. So right. they, oh yeah, I can't wait to see it. I love all those gang, gangster movies. I've, I've always loved. Uh, yeah. See a because I know we spoke about um, Goodfellas before. Um, oh, I love Goodfellas. <laughs> you you Brits make pretty solid mob movies too. Oh yeah, yeah, we are pretty yeah. good at that. One, my favorite one of recent would be Legend. The craze one with <laughs> with uh, Tom Hardy. He yeah, I know the one, but I haven't seen it yet. Like, I, but I I got the poster in my head. And I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, his performance in that to play two brothers and be so completely different. His oh. performance is particularly. I forget the one that's really mentally unstable. I can't remember whether it's Reggie or Ronnie. I think it was just fantastic. Mm, uh, I'll check it out. I th- I've been meaning to watch that actually. But. Yeah, it's, it's good. I've got it here somewhere behind me. Yeah, we we've always done a good. I'm trying to think of all the sort of classics like uh, Long Good Friday, with Bob Hoskins. Oh, I've not seen that one. Long Good Friday, love Bob Hoskins. That one's from the 80s or the early 80s. Lock Stock, I suppose counts. Lockstock. Oh yeah, those are, I like all the Guy Ritchie ones. And uh, what was it? The, there was one. Uh, was it Gangster Number One? Was it called? Yeah. 
Yeah. I've never seen it. I've I've got it here somewhere. Um, yeah, I watched it. That one's pretty solid because just the language is so foreign. Sorry, not the language, obviously, but the slang and terminology and stuff is yeah. so foreign to what how we speak and some of the words you use that are co- more common for you folk, not so yeah. common over here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know, it has extra emphasis when when we watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's the same you take the... me for you. Like, <laughs> 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 Don't say that. So, I watched um, Snatch a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it for years. But it's the same thing. There's so many gangsterisms and, and, and sort of cockney rhyming slang in there that I find hilarious. And the way it's said, that the character in that brick top, like the, the guy with the big glasses and the oh, yeah, yeah. some of the things he comes out out with oh somebody says to him we got the diamond boss and he goes oh goody from gumdrops <laughs> just, <laughs> just, i can't even do it justice but it's just the way that sort of east end sound it just tickles me every time it's great because i was born in south london you know and we're a bit posher down there oh is it i don't know that i don't know anything about uh, the different areas but um it's funny how we all every city has those certain areas where it you brought up a bit different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, the first time I came to Vancouver, I didn't hear anyone with a Canadian accent till the day I went home. Well, what's a Canadian accent to you? Because, like, yeah, what, what is, like, I know there's the, like, everyone thinks we go around talking about, we talk, we say a boot and, yeah, you know, oh, what are you talking about? It's like, we don't, we don't talk like that. <laughs> no, but like, I, I, you do, obviously, you listen for that. And mm. most people, obviously, they're going to think, well, you sound like Americans. But no, that's not the case either. And I got the impression that the whole Aboot thing comes from the east side of the country. It's a, Yeah, it's a little more east coast. Like, But if you went to Newfoundland, say, they sound way different than anybody in Ontario. Yeah. And people in Ontario probably talk a little bit more proper than we do in the west coast. And then you go to the prairies and it might sound a little bit more like, you know, hoser, hoser, like, like Canadian, like, uh, but it's the same as in America, like in America, they have all, and I'm, and imagine there in the UK, everybody has their own little inflections and terminology and stuff. And so, uh, you know, though, I don't know what you call a hoodie in the UK, you know, like the sweaters with a hood. Yeah, just, just a hoodie. Yeah, yeah a hoodie. So on the West Coast, we call it a hoodie, but in the prairies, they call it a bunny hug. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so like things like that are like when I grew up in high school, like underwear, we'd call ginch. And then you go further east and they call it gotch. I think I brought up ginch and they're like, what are you talking about? You know, ginch, you know, your underwear. You know, that's gotch. Like, you know, so (laughs) everywhere you go, like, you know, it's a a huge country. You can't expect us all to talk the same. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, if somebody asked me if I wanted a bunny hug, I'd I'd, I'd run over to them. Oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do we bounce now? What do we do? (laughs) That would be an awkward hug, an awkward first just, meeting. You'd end up headbutting each other. It's just messy. Everyone ends up in A and E. And oh, <laughs> <laughs> would you want to doing a gangster film be right up your alley? Then I don't know if you've read it. My I'd love to do one. There's a fella here, an actor locally named his name's John Cassini, and I've known him for a number of years. We we did this show called Robson Arms together years ago. <laughs> we always kind of whenever we bump into each other, we always joke about. Well, not joke about it. I think we're both serious. We'd love to do like a mob kind of movie. But yeah, I don't know if people would be able to take me serious enough in it. I'd love to play like a Joe Pesci type character. It would just be a dream. Yeah. And like, you know, I don't, it, 
the windows closing pretty fast, but it's always been a dream of mine to be in a movie with with Robert De Niro. I've kind of given up that hope. Same, same, I, I, same as my dreams of playing in the NHL. That's the, <laughs> it's kind of the windows closed. But to say it's right up my alley, no, it'd be a huge challenge for me. Um, but I would absolutely jump at an opportunity to do something like that. It'd be great. On uh, your list of movies, obviously you're known for playing nice guy roles and comedy. Maybe, yeah. But there are some baddies in there. My favourite one was in Archie because of the name is huge, huge Jablonski. And I don't know what a, a Blonsky is, but it must be nice to have a huge one. <laughs> <laughs> Jablonski, it's a good, you know, there was a huge, I don't know when in our history, but there was a huge um, influx of uh, Eastern European uh, settlers to Canada, like you know, especially from like the Ukraine and Russia and those sort of Eastern Bloc countries. So there was a lot of Iskis and, you know, like Wayne Gretzky. And, you know, so there's like a lot of Jablonski is like, I guess, you know, like one of those kind of back. But I don't know if there is, if that's terminology for something like you're suggesting. The, the Hugh at the front and the J sounds like huge. And then, oh well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what a Jablonski is. It's not a term we throw around here in Canada. <laughs> If somebody calls you Nablonski, it's not a slang, you know, we're not, it's not That's slang for anything. We could yeah. start. That might be. Might Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jablonski. It does have a nice ring to it. It does, doesn't it, Jess? Uh, look at that Jablonski over there. Because the other one that we, I love, because I've seen it, Climax SK. You've seen it? I have. It's out there legit. It's not like a dodgy. No, no, I know. But yeah. I haven't even seen it yet. Have you not? No. I loved no. it. Is it, am I good in it? I'm only in well, it for like two seconds. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. I said, because you, I don't like to say anything because anyone who hasn't seen it, if I tell them what you are, when right. you turn up, it will spoil things. But, but it's, it's it, but I'm not, I think it's against cast what I'm naturally cast for, which yeah, I was so surprised yeah. when, when they asked me to, if I, you know, would do it. Because I was like, really? Me? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a go. I, I watched it. I absolutely loved. There's a scene in there where, so it's all about a super spy in a small town, Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. It's a great concept. It is, and there's a one scene in it where the guys, I don't know whoever he's supposed to be staying with, is telling the the, the super spy off. He said, "No, I told you, no guns and booze at the table." And then the camera cuts to him, and he's stirring some whiskey with his gun. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I really like they they did like a um, a sizzle reel or like a proof of concept that they sent to me, and I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. I loved the tone of it and the way it was shot. I was yeah, I was hoping that it would you know would carry on and and get bigger, but um, maybe it still will, or maybe it has, and they just recast me and they didn't tell me about it. Uh, I could last. I did. I did some digging. And I think it got close to, I think it was like a, one of these GoFundMe sort yeah. of doings. And they got close to having enough money, but not quite enough. But ah. they were still still trying to get the money together by the sound. But that, even that post I saw, and I read it a lot about I don't know, six, seven months ago. I was going to ask you if you had heard anything more about it. No, nothing, nothing, nothing's been, uh, they haven't told me anything anyway. I hope it does because it, Everyone involved is is great, really nice, and like I said, when the the sizzle reel they sent me, I thought it was fantastic. It was really good. Yes, yeah, it, I loved it, and I also liked. Uh, I watched Brewsters the other day, Brew Stars. 
Oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow. Jeez, that's yeah. like you're getting into the deep cuts. <laughs> well, I kind of have to. It's um, I know that the site's corner gas based, but what I have in my head is I'd rather write about the stuff, the other stuff that you've mm. done because people might not know about it and they should go and see it, especially something like Climax because it's so good. And Bruce Stars, I love that. That was really yeah. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, it's it's funny like how much stuff gets made and then doesn't really kind of get the light of day. There's a lot of good stuff that that doesn't um, get life for some reason. Like it's it's so like you you were asking about why they show back to back episodes of Cornered Gas Animated, and it's like I I don't know. Like I don't know why they make these decisions. Networks they have. I don't know if they have some kind of financial algorithm that helps them decide what gets out there or not i don't know and the landscape's changing now too with all this everything moving towards streaming and stuff it's i think everything's kind of put out of whack so yeah and there's so many more services added every day there seems to be another one like i know for you to get everything you want to see it's going to cost you more than what cable costs now yeah now disney plus is coming out Uh, everybody's going to have their own streaming service and you're going to be like it's 20 bucks here 15 bucks here 30 bucks here you're going to be like oh, yeah. i can't i think what's going to happen is people are going to go hop from one to one it's like all right i'll be on disney plus for a few months cancel that go on to this and yeah or piracy goes shooting up again because maybe because you think what well, how they're going to fill up all those hours and everyone keeps saying we're in the golden age of television now which i think true there's so many great shows coming out but the bu- bubble's going to pop eventually. I mean, do, as an actor, do you see that? Is that something where you see there's more opportunities and things like that? Is it beneficial for um, career? Well, I, I haven't, I haven't personally. I mean, I can't speak outside the Vancouver market, like outside the Vancouver industry. It's difficult to say because Vancouver is very service oriented. We don't really. There is a little bit of independent stuff being produced here and our own stuff, but for the most part, it's just servicing Hollywood their yeah. stuff so in terms of opportunity as an actor the mass majority of all the good roles are already cast before the production comes here mm. so in terms of opportunity that way i don't really see anything but i can't speak to the industry as a whole like a lot of the stuff now is is shot i mean all, all over the world right like with netflix and stuff they're catering to multiple markets yes um yeah. so yeah maybe they're producing way more television but i don't know that they're producing any more north american television than they were before i don't know i like i i don't see it personally and in in terms of canadian productions too most of the stuff is produced out of toronto and yeah and i mean there is a little bit here but most of it's produced out of toronto not all shot out of toronto but the majority of the stuff is and now each province kind of fights against themselves with tax credits and stuff so they want local you, they want you to be local so you, you know what i mean like it's a bit yeah, tougher yeah. to work like it was a lot easier when i first started out to work in like all across canada it didn't really matter like it was and now it's like they want you to be local because they get the tax credit which oh, goes, I see. goes towards production and stuff but yeah. yeah so it's a bit trickier so i actually find there's less opportunity now and i'm only speaking personally yeah um, than there was five, ten years ago. Like when Corner Gas came out, I was, you know, I was working in Saskatchewan, I was working in Alberta, I was working in Ontario, I worked in Newfoundland, and, you know, I did stuff all over. And now it's, you know, the odd time I get a call, it's like, where's Fred? Oh, he's in Vancouver. Oh, will he move to Toronto? No, he won't move to Toronto. Okay, never <laughs> mind, thanks. 
<laughs> so, um, that's a funny way of going about, really. Especially, you know, some a known person such as yourself, obviously talented up the... I'm not blowing smoke out of your bum, by the way. That's no, all right. Uh, I prefer yeah, but... you blow it out and not post it in. <laughs> that's up to you. It will, you know, like I get that a lot. It's like, oh, you know, you're, you know, name and stuff. But in Canada, it it doesn't really make a difference. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't. But like, for for example, in Vancouver, the majority of stuff is American stuff. And, you know, and who knows, maybe now with Corner Gas, IMDB TV, if that has any legs and maybe that'll up all of our profiles in the cast a little bit more, which would be nice. But with the majority of the stuff I've done in Canada, it's mostly Canadian productions. I've been lucky enough to work on some American productions, but I don't really have cachet behind my name. So if you go to a, especially once you get to the distribution side of things, yeah, you know, I don't check enough boxes in terms of sales and stuff. Right. I don't even know if I check a box. Is he a human being? Yes. Well, he's got that's He's got that going for him. Um, <laughs> so, it doesn't really matter, you know, they'd rather get like some C grade, you know, actor that was on some show in the 90s that has like more saleability. And it totally makes like I understand everything's about sales and they got to make yeah, make their their money back. So I'm not a big draw, which is would be nice because it'd be nice to get like, you know, pick up the phone every morning. And it's like, yeah, all right, send me the script. I'll let you know by Tuesday. That doesn't, ha- <laughs> that doesn't happen on, on a regular basis. It's like, Hey Fred, do you want to go to this audition for uh, security guard number two? Uh, do I have to, uh, do you want to work? Uh, I guess, uh, you know, kind of like that doing the grind, still doing the grind. But as I was saying that if my small figures are anything to go by, I mean, America's just loving you all at the minute. So. Oh, well, that, that's nice to could they phone up their local uh, representatives and tell them to to get Freddie in a few more productions. That'd be, that'd be lovely. I'm sure <laughs> to they start will. a campaign. Yeah, yeah, why not? I, I, I can gladly do that. That's no bother. <laughs> I mean, America is definitely out there. So I, I see big things. I see <laughs> things in your future. Um, and, uh, and De Niro will be knocking on your door the other way around. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'll hold you to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. It's um, that's true. Crazier things have happened. Yeah, exactly. But the other thing that comes up an awful lot for me is always Dan Vermeer, massively popular. With oh yeah. Now I haven't seen the second season because I can't. And oh I, yeah, I don't even know how you can get it. I I don't think it ever made it to DVD or it's not streaming uh, or anything. How did it end? It didn't really end. So second season. I love the concept of uh, uh, Dan Vermeer. I love the the idea for a season of this sort of, I mean, it's, it wasn't a soap opera, but kind of a funny soap opera, like a, a comedy with a serial element to it. Uh, I loved the pilot. I loved how he became mayor. I thought yeah. it was yeah, really, really clever. And, but it, it didn't really fit into what CTV wanted at the time. They, I think they wanted another corner gas. This is just me guessing, but yeah. they kept kind of pushing it that way. They wanted it more like each episode is its own individual thing, and which I thought was too bad because I thought the potential of that sort of like a funny serial show was I think it would go like gang, especially streaming services now. You know, like people yeah. love to binge, right? And then so in second season, there was they kind of lost that. Second season, I think, is funnier. Yeah, um, like there's more definitely more comedy. 
but I loved the uh, the the whole story and storyline in first season and and then once we got into the world of him being mayor that's pretty much what second season was it just kind of became an office comedy yeah which uh, I say that with my voice goes down like I disapprove which I don't <laughs> I, like I do think it was funnier like there's definitely more laughing moments but um yeah yeah it was too bad and I kind of feel like I screwed up that show I I, I mean I like I, you know, worked hard and stuff, but I don't think I um. I don't, how do I put this? Like I, I'm not. I don't really make a stand at times, and I kind of wish I was more of a, an a hole. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bit more it, of a diva than that. Yeah, just yeah, just in terms of like not not scripts and stuff, because I thought the scripts were really funny, but just in the on the day on set, I didn't really kind of stand up for myself in terms of how I was my performance was going. I just kind of let people guide me and i should have went with my instincts more i think i could have been better is what i'm saying oh okay yeah yeah i could, I could have been stronger but the the cast around me was so good and strong that i think it kind of saved saved my bacon mm, but it could have been quite a bit better it's, it's interesting you say that i mean because as i say the, the the love for you in it and just the character in general and the whole show it's huge out there. Oh, well, maybe that's maybe that goes to show you. I shouldn't be in charge of a production, then I should just <laughs> shut up and do what I'm told. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's funny because I do, I do generally, I, I mean, I, I, unless it's my own thing, I, I want to trust what they're doing. So I just want to make sure I'm doing what they, they want. Yeah. And in terms of like the showrunner and, and the director and stuff, because it's their sort of vision. And I've never had the opportunity to do my own show i've not for lack of effort I've, I've been trying to get stuff going but so it's just not my place but for dan Vermeer, i don't know i just think i i, I think it could have been stronger i think i could have been stronger and i yeah. think it would have helped the show better yeah. oh, okay that's uh, that's what i'm getting at yeah 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 so did was it were there any plans for a third season well everybody wanted it to continue but it you know i don't know if they developed any scripts or storylines or anything i outside of second season it seemed pretty clear to me so ctv was was being sold i think it was sold just before we did season two so season two was already picked up but the sale hadn't happened when we got picked up so i think it was pretty clear when the new heads of comedy and that came by and it was pretty clear that the writing was on the wall that we wouldn't we, we weren't in the long-term plans of the new group yeah so i think a lot of things were going against us kind of going into second season we ran into a lot too i think a lot of people it was promoted kind of like a, a new version of Corner Gas. When you saw all the promotional stuff, it looked a lot like Corner Gas. But so when people tuned in and realized, oh, this isn't Corner Gas, it kind yeah. of turned a lot of people off, which is too bad. Because you were running net side by side with hiccups as well. Yeah, and they would promote both the shows together, which, yeah. you know, makes sense. But at the same time, they... A lot of people thought, like, I had somebody come up to me, oh, it's great that Brent put you in his new show. It's like, I'm not in Brent's <laughs> new show. <laughs> but that's how it looked, you know, the way it was promoted. So Yes, yeah. And, yeah, they ran back to back, and they were they were pretty different shows. Like, the shows were quite different. But, uh, you know, if you judged it by the way they were promoted, you'd think they were, number one, the same show, or two very similar shows that were exactly like what Corner Gas was. And I was yeah. like, ah, it's not. They're not like that. So I think it was like false advertisement. Yeah, it's, I can see what you mean. Because, yeah, it's a shame. But uh, but people always are asking me about it. Always. Oh, well, that's good. I, I yeah. loved I loved working on it. The It was a hell of a lot more work than I was anticipating. 
Yeah. Like yeah. kind of being being the lead character. Uh, and it was tricky going from a guy like playing a character like Hank where, you know, you just got to show up and be stupid. Whereas, <laughs> you know, being the lead of the the central character, I suppose, you're kind of like the audience portal into the show. So yeah. you're kind of more of a setup guy, more of the straight person. And so on set, you'd be like watching everybody else get all these funny, goofy bits to, to play. And you're like, huh. I want to do the funny goofy bits. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was a huge adjustment, but I enjoyed it. Like I liked, I really enjoyed playing that role. So it was unfortunate it didn't get more. I mean, two seasons is is good. Like that used to be a benchmark in Canada. And then, oh really? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like you, you kind of when we did Corner Gas, we went out there, did first season, and thought, okay, well that was fun, nice knowing you. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was all a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Because I was I was uh, writing uh, a thing last week and I found a, a show called Beach Comas. Oh, oh yeah, that went forever. Yeah. yeah, and I mean I've never seen it, but the setup seemed to be two fellas chasing wood down a river. <laughs> and you're not, you you're not far off. You should suss it out. You probably enjoy it if you like Corner Gas. I I think you would really enjoy. It. I mean it's it's long in the tooth. Yeah, but uh, it was a great, like, just a great show it, when it was on. I haven't watched it in a long time. Jackson Davies is a—he's a great local actor guy. He—he he was in it, and uh, I've had coffee with him a few times. He's a really nice guy, and he plays like the earnest constable, and it's very Canadian. But yeah. it was—it was quite good. Yeah, it was very pop. It was amazingly popular for a long time. So is it more of a, a com? Because it came off what I was reading, like it was more drama than comedy, or is it the other way around? Yeah, it's more like what would it be like? I mean, it, uh, what's that long-running soap opera you guys have that we get here in Canada? Coronation Street. Coronation Street. It's closer to Coronation Street than it is Corner Gas in terms of like it's drama, but there's like funny, like there's this relic relic character that's just crotchety, grumpy old dude, <laughs> and you know, like it's kind of like that, like it's. It's comfy slippers. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I shall, um, I shall keep an eye out, see if I can find any. Yeah, I hope you can. It's, it's. You should be able to get it on DVD for sure. Yeah, somewhere, I imagine. It gets, it gets so hard for me. I mean, it's my fault for rigging up my trailer to a car that's five thousand miles away. But all the stuff I have to try and write about, I can't see it. I can't. I have to get something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you hunted down climax. That's pretty amazing. I've, most of it, like that, uh, I've saw Club. I was lucky to see that. And uh, Shop Class, I managed to finally see that. that was, oh, yeah. I love that, too. That was. Just... I did, too. I, I, lo- I That's uh, one of my favorite things I've been a part of. It was great. Because obviously, you, you play all the voices. Mm-hmm. How, how did you come up with so many different voices? So, uh, Hart Schneider was the director, and we would just go through the script. So, first, we did the narration. It's just my voice, just be me being myself. Yeah. Well, me being basically Hart. It's based on Hart Schneider growing up in Edmonton. Uh, I was essentially being Hart, but it was just my normal voice, which was easy. And then we would pick through all the different things, and he would give me examples of who, like, in his real life, who that person was. And so we would, I'd go, oh, what about this voice? What about that? But he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's good for this this guy. And and then the biggest one he was worried about was the teacher. And he's like, this guy's, like, you know, big, gravelly and... He's like, so did a few versions of that and finally settled on the one that was him. And yeah, just worked it through. I think we did two sessions. So two yeah. four hour sessions where we oh, go in. Okay. Mr. P, the evil teacher. Yeah. Did you ever have one of those? Yeah, Mr. Lord. Yeah. 
but he was my he was my grade four uh, teacher, and we were scared, you know what, of him. Yeah, yeah. But he was, you know, back looking back, he was a really nice fella. <laughs> but as a stu- you know, as a kid, like when you were goofing around, he had a way of sneaking around to the back of the class and then coming down the aisle from behind you with a meter stick. Oh. And he would he wouldn't hit you with it, but he'd slam it on your desk, and it would give you a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he went into stealth kind of, mode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was Mr. Lord. Mr. P was Mr. Lord for me, but he didn't. He wasn't like. Well, he was a big fella, but he wasn't like gravelly. He was just. I had Mr. Gill was mine, and similar thing. I was scared silly of him. He, he was a sort of a sort of an old school teacher, and it, we're going to this would be mm, early eighties, I suppose. So he's like the last tail end of that sort of era of of, of harsh teacher and yeah. um i that whole year i just didn't want to go to school every day i remember trying to make every excuse not to be there because of him and then after the fact i said i said oh if ever i saw that fella again i'll give him a piece of my mind and um not that long ago i found one of my old school reports that he'd written and it was it was all lovely stuff. Like, oh, he's so polite, and he's so lovely. and he does this, and he's very good at that. Not very good at PE, but <laughs> it's like, oh no, now I feel rotten. He meant well. No, it's that, I think that's the beauty of, of shop class, much like corner gas, is it, it, that it reaches many people. You can just relate to it straight away. Mm. I tried to get hold of it for for ages, or I was hoping it would show a festival or something so I could go and see it. And then um, it came up on it's on YouTube. I think it was again officially not not a dodgy one yeah well it's an nfb uh, national film board thing so it's all they they make everything public after a certain point once it's released they make it uh they have an app you can get i don't know if it'll work in the uk but it's the nfb app and you can see all their going back years and years and years all their documentaries and films and oh, short wow. films and a lot of animation the big thing for me with nfb when i was a kid which is it's really cool for me to to have been a part of this because it being an NFB animation, they, they used to win awards all the time for their animation. But I don't know if you heard of like there's a, a animated film called The Big Snit. Have you ever heard about that? Mm. Or uh, The Cat Came Back. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But... That's those are NFB shorts. Oh. oh, what was it? Was it Harold and Maude? No, that's a movie. Harold and Maude. I'm not gonna remember. I'll I'll remember when we finish. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, they, they really well known back in the day for their animated shorts i've been on their website and i think there's quite a lot on there but i didn't notice whether how far back it goes but it's one of those sites where you go oh i'll come back here and have a play see what's what's there because i like finding hidden gems i mean that's half the beauty of of doing what i do for the site you know i find all these little things oh that's a good one have a look at that and i recommend to anybody out there to do the same thing especially on i was searching up nf i was searching up the national film board because now it's bugging me i want to know animation let's see if i can come up with it while we're talking gonna ask you about hockey okay Um, now the thing (laughs) the thing i got about hockey was had a game last night big overtime win yeah yeah Uh, so, so uh, uh, explain what you do hockey wise then. So, are you uh, like semi pro or what? no? God, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, we call it beer league, so it would just be recreational hockey. So there's leagues, there's tons of leagues throughout Canada. Every province has a league where it's you must have rec level. I was going to say soccer, but football yeah, in the UK. Yeah. Or, you know, that's what it'd be like. Just a bunch of mates get together, and it's really an excuse to have beer. Right. <laughs> <Before> <laughs> so you play. Uh, well, some fellas 
all of the above, but generally it's you play the game and then you have one or two, you know, after the game in the pub after and have some laughs and that kind of thing. But yeah, it's it's huge. I think there's over 400 teams in my league. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've been playing that for I grew up playing in. I mean, the highest I got was junior B back in the day. It doesn't exist anymore, but it wasn't it was OK hockey. And my my claim is that I, I've got I got to skate with the. So our my local prom team is the Vancouver Canucks, and I've been a Canuck fan since I was in diapers. I got they have an alumni team, so the retired players, and they have a skate once a week, yeah. and uh, I've gotten maybe half a dozen times, maybe maybe more, over the last few years when their goalies can't show up, I get I get the call, and so oh, I nice. get to skate with yeah some of like the you know guys I used to watch and cheer for, which is a big thrill for me and. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't make too, I actually don't make too big a fool of myself. There was when I first got out there though. There's Eddie, I can't remember his last name, and this this older defenseman. The first time I got on the ice, I was just they were just the pucks are going by like crazy. Like I, <laughs> I was like, and you know, because in my league I can drop down to my knees in a butterfly and stop the majority of shots, but here they just pick the corners, go over my shoulder. And, yeah, and uh, after one goal, Eddie, this. Older defenseman goes. Uh, I think you think you're a bigger goaltender than you actually are. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. When I play, guys can't usually pick the corners like that where I play. So <laughs> I fig I figured it out, and I I make it. It's not as easy as it used to be when I do get to play with them, but it hasn't been a while. I think yeah. I found a new guy. Ah, uh, I'm sure yeah. they cook up again. It's yeah. Because uh, I can't see hockey games particularly easily over here there's one channel that puts them on like three o'clock in the morning and it's probably about and you have to pay extra for it and it's mm. for about 10 minutes use your story but my bloody englishness you have a, there is a pro league in the uk yeah yeah funnily enough one of my best friends when i was a kid he got quite into it and i i haven't talk, spoken to him for, for god 20 years or so but I, I found him online and i think he manages a team near us oh wow yeah yeah and um, I, I haven't been brave enough to contact him. <laughs> I said, oh. you, you go, who are you? But um, yeah. Oh. yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not very good at. Stuff. I'm glad. I'm glad you can't smell because Puck just used the litter box and oh, <laughs> I'm just having a. I'm struggling. Uh, oh, no. Oh. It's, yeah. is, is, it, is it? Is it? That's a uh, first rule of podcasting. No, no litter boxing in, in a windowless <laughs> void. <laughs> Oh. I have the same problem with Rocket the other day. He just he comes up and sits on you, and then all of a sudden he drops his guts. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he just wanders off. He says, oh, thanks for the prezi. Cheers very much. <laughs> what, what was that? Oh, yeah. I support the Canucks myself by default more than anything. So I oh, can't really, I can only watch, I can only look at results and stuff, and they mean nothing to me half the time. It'd be great big. And I just, oh, they won. Good. Okay. Right. But other thing from my trip that was interesting, again, I met David Story and he tells me, I'm paraphrasing, but it feels like what he meant was you and Brent bully him because he follows the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> we give a, bully's a strong word, but we definitely yeah, give he, him a he hard. didn't put it like yeah. that really, but long and short of it was you're mean to him. <laughs> I wouldn't cut. Here's the thing about, so the Toronto Maple Leafs, they're obviously out of Toronto and growing up as a kid, the only way we could see hockey was the CBC hockey night in Canada. And even if the Canucks are playing, 
we would have to watch the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like they just showed it was either the Montreal Canadiens, but here on the West Coast, it was like more times than not, it's like, oh, the Leafs, like, you know. So it's the CBC's fault. There's such a hate for the Toronto Maple Leafs in <laughs> British Columbia because it's we've just been force fed Toronto Maple Leafs. Even still, like we have a sport, the TSN, the sports network. Yeah. We call it Toronto's Sports Network. It's like all they do is promote. Like it's like, oh god, the Leafs, the Leafs, the Leafs. Like they just, we're just tired of hearing about them over here, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what, so it's just it's good old chummy chummy ribbing. We're not. Uh, yeah. We try not to be too me. <laughs> well, yeah. I thought I had the perfect. I thought maybe I should support Toronto just so. No, 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 no. So no, it's no. two on two then. That's that. No, seems no, no, no. I did go you, out. You've by... got the right squad. You've got the right squad. <laughs> I went out and bought a hat just because I, I had, I thought it would be really good if we were doing something. I, I had my Vancouver hat on. When, if I did it with David, then I'd put my Toronto <laughs> on. <laughs> just make sure I've got everything covered. you got to so, make a choice, Ian. I've made my choice. Look, I've got a Canucks t-shirt on. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. I just showed you my boobs. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I have made my choice, I think. I just wish I could see more of it because I've only ever been to one game when I was in the States. I probably told you, so I was Vegas, Las Vegas versus Cincinnati. And I don't think either of them have got teams anymore. That's when they were in the AHL. Yeah, that's the tier below the NHL. Yeah, because Cincinnati, Cincinnati doesn't have an NHL team. I think they used to way, way, way back in the day. Was it Cincinnati or? No, I'm thinking Cleveland, Cleveland Barons. Yeah. Was way back in the day. They were the Cyclones, Cincinnati Cyclones. Yeah, that's the a AHL. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. great. I loved every minute of it. That's ever since then I've been trying to sort of follow, but it's, it's a great it's a it's a it's a fun sport. It's fun to play. I love watching it. It's a sport I love to watch maybe because I'm Canadian, I don't know, but I think it's fun watch whenever you take somebody to a hockey game for the first time. And they're they're just blown away by it because when you watch it on TV, it's impressive. But when you're there in the stadium, yeah. you don't realize how fast, how big these guys are, how hard yeah. they hit. Like it doesn't translate as well on TV. No. Like you got to be there to to really witness the game in all its glory or whatever when it's played at its top level. Which I think now is the the national level. Like when you watch like um, Canada and U.S. and Russia and. And when the national teams play each other on the bigger ice, when you see the yeah. the skill, at it, you get more of the skill of the game. Oh. I wanted to go when I came over there and the time before, but I was always a week away from the, the start of the season. Next time I'm going to make sure that I'm just that bit later so I can go. Well, hopefully yeah, go. hopefully you can come by and we can get you out to a Canucks game. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd absolutely love that. Oh yeah, I'm bad. I'm bad. You talk about hockey with goalie gear. I've been piling up goalie gear. I buy new goalie gear and I keep maintaining all the stuff. And I've finally been giving it away, and it feels great. Like cause yeah. I, mostly because I feel bad. I walk into the back room there where all my gear is, and I see stuff I haven't used in so long. And I'm like, oh, you know, you just want to be used. You're just your goalie gear. You want to be out on the ice, and I'm holding you back. I'm keeping you cooped up here. It's like you got to be free. And so I find a good home for them. I feel like. You know, it's, I call it coach. my re rescue gear, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me on, coach, please. I want to play. Yeah. <laughs> I'd do good for you. So, uh, is there anything you want to promote? Is there anything we should talk about that you want people to know about? 
Uh, well, no, I mean, just I'm pretty excited about um, the third season of the animated show. I mean, I love doing it. And uh, oh, gosh, if we could get a run of this, it would be fantastic. I mean, yeah. it'd be nice to do six seasons of this. too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like it's going to go that way. Well, who knows? You know, I, you don't know. I mean, as of now, IMDb TV's only picked up the first two seasons. They haven't picked up the third. And I don't know. The reasoning for that, I don't know if that's because it has to air on CTV first, or I have no idea. Obviously, CTV likes it. They wouldn't have picked it up for a third season if they didn't. But everything, I think, will come down to dollars and cents. Like, if they, at the end of season three, if it becomes more popular and they decide, well, yeah, but it's not really financially viable anymore. You know, who knows what the decisions are are made. But I hope people, more and more people seem to, to be picking up on it, which is good. I get any time i run into somebody it's always positive People yeah really like the worst i get is like oh i love the cartoon but you know i'll always love the original better you know that kind of, that's the worst i get yeah like yeah. they love the cartoon but ah you know the original was so much better you know it's just because i get that a lot too yeah i see that a lot and no, uh, I mean, I love that people still love the original show and, and it's picking up new fans, which is fantastic. Yeah. So, no, I, that doesn't bother me at all. Like, I, they're different. They're the same characters, but they're packaged completely different. I think the animation is is really funny. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I love the stuff that, that they, they're producing. And one thing we're always battling in Canada is, is money, like in terms of budget and time. Our writing team, they're, they're like under the gun. And we don't have a writing room like you would on an American show. Yeah. I think we have three or four kind of full-time writers. Brent and Andrew are doing the bulk of it. And, you know, so, and they get a time frame, really short window to bang out the scripts. And so the fact that they can produce anything of quality is just amazing. (laughs) You know, it would be great if, you know, ideally we would know we're picked up for season four already so we can so the guys can do season three and then get to work yes. on season four and and like put like even more quality into it but that's not how it works unfortunately so yeah. the fact that it is it's as good as it is is just it's, um it's a testament to their their talent obviously the, the way you, you guys translate it as well i mean it wouldn't be i've always said that especially Corner Gas is a great example. Married with Children is also a very good example of comedy on telly that is nothing. Well, actually, no, that's not fair. No, that it, without the right cast, it might not be as good as it, it is. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, and but you're maybe you know I don't know. It but, could have been better if like somebody else was. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's just good. It's gotten to the point where I mean, it's great that it's gotten to the point where you can't see anybody else in in the characters like obviously losing janet was horrible but it's corinne has managed actually it's surprising that corinne's actually managed to capture the the essence of her but that wouldn't be that wouldn't happen in the live action version no. you know what i mean like you couldn't replace janet or eric or anybody yeah i can't imagine anybody else doing any of those characters no. and quite but, often as if i suppose if somebody did take over they the you know, and, uh, and all, from an audience point of view, they see somebody different in the same role, and then that person is done for whatever. Well, it doesn't matter how good they are. Say, well, you're not the, the the other one, so I don't like you. They did it in Roseanne. Didn't they replace her daughter? Yes. Yeah, they did. Yeah. But it was her daughter, but it wasn't her daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they came back, they brought back the old uh, act, the old yes. the first actress. First one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And then... So it can happen, I suppose. Well, yeah. I Everybody's replaced. <laughs> We're all replaceable, Ian. Uh, no, not in my readers' books, anyway. No way. Oh, there'd be there'd be rioting on the streets, but it, there'd certainly be some stern letters. That's for sure. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> nice to know that the viewers have our backs. And it's another thing is the growth of my my site now. It is I'm starting to get comments and things. It's so hard to get people involved. I try desperately to get people to write for me or just send pictures in or whatever or just leave comments. And it's only just now that people are starting to do it. And it's always how corner gas has touched them some way. That's always a thing. You know, oh, oh, nice. a million times over. And uh, it's like a, like a comfort blanket or a, the, the characters mean this to me or this thing happened to me and it got me through it. And Yeah, it's lovely. It's, re- it's really nice. And there's, there's no end of warmth out there. Oh, good, um, and uh, and especially uh, well for 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 all the cast, but but you particularly come up an awful lot. Oh, you just now you're just blowing smoke out my ass again. No, I'm, not. I'm not. I don't do that. I would. <laughs> I, I, if if you've done something crap, I'll tell you. But <laughs> well, I don't know if I believe it. I mean, I'm I'm not even my mum's favorite character, so. Ah, well, <laughs> that comes out with closeness, but um, yeah, we get oh, Eric's right up there as well. I get a lot. Well, uh, yeah, for sure. I I just it always uh, warms the cockles when people enjoy what you're doing. But selfishly, I it doesn't really matter to me. I just I love being Hank, so I'm just happy I got the opportunity to do it. And if people uh, like him too, that's that's even better. That's, yeah. That's um. Did did you want to talk about Kirk at all? Kirk Lemur. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know. There's a on social media. There's a ton of goalie coaches yeah. that post videos and those sorts of things, and and I, I follow them like crazy. I I eat it up. I think it's great. Yeah. But some of it, some of them take themselves a little too seriously, <laughs> which uh, which makes me giggle. So Kirk Lemur from the Kirk Lemur Goaltending Academy, and so he he had this series of DVDs that he put out and now he's promoting them on like YouTube and Instagram and stuff. And that makes me laugh. He's uh, we don't know where he's from. I've, he's got this weird accent. He's steady on. He's been sat next to you for the last two hours. Oh, hi, I'm Kirk Lemur. Hi Kirk. Thanks for joining us. It's such a honor to have a legendary hockey player such as yourself on the Jackass cast. Why are you here? Did you want to tell us a bit about yourself? I'm Kirk Lemur of the Kirk Lemur Goaltending Academy. Have to excuse me, Kurt, because I don't know a lot about hockey, but uh, I believe you're well known for working with a, a particular team. And former goaltending consultant to the Saskatoon Shivs of the Federal Penitentiary Hockey. <laughs> Sorry, Kirk, I didn't mean to giggle there. What was the name of the team again? Saskatoon Shivs. That's what I thought you said. Um, now, I know you're not too keen on chatting on these things. You're, you're more of a man of action. I understand that. Um, so, Fred, I understand you've been working with Kirk a on some videos for youtube um do you want to tell us a bit about those so he, he does like videos and some of the videos are snippets of his dvd that he's trying to sell and some of the videos we got some videos coming out that are just like him doing like these instagram posts of like drills to do with your students and uh we've got one coming out hopefully pretty soon where he got takes you through a guided meditation to uh <laughs> to help your game it doesn't go well and uh <laughs> And it's great because, like, it's just me and my buddy. We show up to the rink with a camera and we're like, all right, let's shoot this and do yeah. it like this. And so it's a lot of fun. It's brought, I stepped away from the industry a little bit. It was, I was getting a bit bonkers, just the grind of it. I needed a break. And so it's kind of rejuvenated my, my love of pretending again to kind of, you know, 
yeah, just kind of do what you want and people are going to like it or not, you know, whatever. It's yeah. it's kind of it's the first thing I've done like Brent when Brent originally did the first season of Corner Gas, he he set out to make a show that he'd like to watch. Yeah. And you know, wasn't worried about whether it was going to be successful or people were going to like. He's like this is a show I'd like to watch and Kirk Lamert is that to me. I like I, it's not Corner Gas, don't get me wrong. But <laughs> it it's it's that thing for me. Like I just go out and I'm just doing I want to see this so uh, and I, we both, it makes us giggle. So, yeah. Have you any plans to sort of broaden it into a larger project? Or we're kind of just doing the videos for now, and and if it gets legs, and there's a demand for more, then we'll make more. So there we go. A few recaps for you. If you go to YouTube, you can check out Brew Stars that we spoke about. Short that stars Fred, and also features Lawn Cardinal. That's really good stuff. Really funny, and you get to see Fred as 80s or was it 90s comedian Sinbad you just got to see it to find out what I mean that's on YouTube you can also see shop class on YouTube the short animation that Fred did all the voices for check that out you can also see Kirk Lemur's videos on YouTube but you can visit a website called stackthepadswithkirk.com it's all one word stackthepads with kirk.com and that will lead you straight to all the videos that you need to see from this hockey legend and the other one obviously that needs a little bit of care taking when you google this one climax sk i can't begin to tell you how good this it's a pilot really for what was hoped to be a tv show features fred i'm not going to tell you what he does or when he turns up but uh, look for it. It's fairly hard to dig out, but just be careful of some of those results that may or may not come up when you search for Climax SK. Same as when you search for the butt pod. It can lead to some interesting imagery. But there we go. We'll leave that there. Please check them out. There'll be another episode of the Jackass cast coming as soon as possible. The next one I think will probably be in a couple of weeks' time. I'm got a load of guests uh, on the boil lots of irons in fires um, and hopefully i'll be bringing you some very exciting guests soon if you'd like to get involved in any way shape or form with the jackass cast with my website if you want to write something if you want to send me something you'd like me to include in a future post please do get in touch my email address is ianblogpaper at gmail.com and that's also the email you, you can get hold of me if you work for amazon and want to send me a free subscription or something winking again you can also find me on facebook at corner gas fan that's me come and join this lovely community we have of corner gas fans we can talk about the show the animated show anything else relating to anything really just so long as we can all get together and have a bit of fun. And also on Twitter, you can find me at Ian Blogpaper. That's me. Drop me a line, drop me a message, leave comments on the site, anything you want me to include, people you'd like me to talk to that I can try and get in touch with. Just let me know. Anything you like, as long as it's not naughty. Until then, till the next episode, take care. I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>